Think about how you get them from that four to seven in the gym. Simple progress, progressions, right? Fundamental knowledge and understanding. You help them get to know themselves, their strengths, their weaknesses, right? We, we address a simple low-hanging fruit and create a baseline that could be built on forever. We use structure, system, sequence, assessments, progressions, right? And then we have real connection with them and we honestly care. And every single thing I said there is exactly the same way we approach the mental, emotional, and spiritual. Simple progressions, fundamental knowledge. They get to know themselves. They get more clarity on their own strengths, their own weaknesses. We attack all the low-hanging fruits. They make major, major progressions very quickly. And then they have this new baseline of what it means like to feel good, really good, and they can build on that baseline forever. We use structure. We use systems. We use sequence. We use assessments, right? Just like in the gym. And then, of course, we really connect with them and we honestly care the same way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 023 Pro Show. We are 023 Holistic Systems and we are the health leaders of the fitness industry. This show is for fitness coaches who are ready to become health professionals that can solve the real problems our clients and our society live with today without going back to school or leaving the fitness space. The 023 era has arrived. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'd like to wish you the happiest new year. Welcome to 2022 for myself and the team here at 023 Holistic Systems. Thank you for tuning in today. 2021 was an exciting and emotional year here at 023. We underwent about five years of business evolution in about a nine-month span. (laughs) It was a lot of fun, and we are incredibly, incredibly excited to finally officially fully roll out everything we've been working on here for the past year right really right now beginning in 2022 over the next couple weeks you're going to hear some really big announcements and uh i'll fill you in on all of it but today to kick off the new year i'm going to present the rest of this podcast uninterrupted ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the 023 Pro Show. I'm your host, Brian Costello, and today we are talking about connecting the physical to the mental, emotional, and even the spiritual without being a hippie weirdo. <laughs> and I just throw in that little that little extra at the end it's because, uh, unfortunately, we live in a world where um, those kind of, Im- you know, that's what kind of jumps to our mind when we hear those terms, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and, you know, holistic and things like that. It's like we, we picture the, some of the sort of extreme outliers that we will uh, see on Instagram and whatnot and things that get a lot of attention, of course. Um, but and, and we assume that if we're going to work in these realms, that that's what we have to be like. And they, that's not true at all. So I like to just throw that in there as a little caveat for those that are a little worried or, or a little nervous about this conversation. So but what does it mean? What does it mean to connect the physical to the mental, emotional, and spiritual? It really just means to complete right? It means holistic, whole, complete, all of it, right? It means um, 
it means doing the opposite of what we are currently doing in most uh, fitness and medis- medical establishments or uh, realms. Is 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 in those realms we're we're going in closer. We're micro, 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 compartmentalize, specialize, microscopes. You know the small, fine details. When really, when we when we take a more holistic approach, we actually go the opposite way. We step back. We zoom out, as we like to say. Um, in our academy all the time, we zoom out. Let's take a step back. Instead of arguing over the fine details, let's look at the big picture. And when we step back, it also allows us to go, it's not just wide side to side, it's also deeper and higher as well, okay? It creates a more uh, holistic approach, right? And why is this important? Well, if holistic, if, if, um, if this is holistic and holistic is complete, then, well, by definition, anything else is incomplete, right? And incomplete, if we were to have um, someone who's working in the physical all the time, even if they're making massive progress, if they're not tapping into the mental, emotional, spiritual, this is going to bring imbalance because it's incomplete. And imbalance, for all of our 023 pros out there, they know this, uh, this is big time week two stuff. Imbalance means disease, right? When we are in balance, we are at ease, we are whole, we are complete, and we are in, when we are imbalanced, we are diseased, right? This is where diseases come from. They start as, as imbalances, and they grow into, you know, sickness and disease. So it's like almost like I would say that the fitness industry is doing a great job at, at fitness in most cases if we were in some sort of, like, scenario, one of those, like, funny, like you can only pick one scenario. So if you could only pick one, if you only help people just with the physical, if you could help, if you if you're trying to help people as much as you can, but you can only do through the physical, you know what would you do? And I think that's like it's like what we're doing, right? It, we, and we we get so geeked out on the physical, we get so micro, and we talk about all these different, um, just different uh, movement patterns and different sorts of exercises and energy systems and all these types of things. When really we need to step back and go the opposite way, right? It's like, well, yeah, if you could only do one exercise for the rest of your life, what would it be? I don't know, a squat or deadlift or run or whatever. But it's just silly because you don't have to pick one. And it's the same thing here is what I'm telling you today is we actually don't have to pick one as a fitness industry and how all of these things, we can connect these things without leaving the scope of fitness, okay? So you don't have to pick just one. So why, as of to this point, do you think that we have only just kind of picked one? Why can't we go further than that as a fitness industry? Or why won't we go further than that? Um, that's a question that I ask myself a lot and I've been and working very hard on. So one of the things to review is that, if you remember from previous episodes, that Fitness is an invention, right? Exercise has been invented in the mid to late 1900s to make up for a lifestyle that lacks, that was lacking in physical movement. We started adopting a much more sedentary lifestyle and that led us to you know, start to see health problems or health challenges form and people started to try to compensate for that by exercising more and different trends caught on, different types of working out. And next thing you know, we have a $50 billion industry called the fitness industry. The thing is, in 2022 lifestyle, we're lacking a lot more than just fitness. Excuse me, just movement, right? Just activity. We're lacking a lot more. 
And the fitness industry is now an answer, an incomplete answer. It doesn't answer all the problems that people have. So that, that's one part. Now, the other part is that physical, a little short synopsis here of, of physical health versus the other three uh, bodies of health is, is we have this sense of understanding of the physical body, uh, both in fitness and medicine. It's, it's like we, we think we know it and think we have it figured out because we can see it and we can touch it and, and kind of like feel it, right? You know, if we do barbell walking lunges, our butt gets sore. And we're like, okay, we can, we can make that connection. We get it. It makes sense. And um, because of that, we can create right and wrong, basically. And when we can create right and wrong, this is what our world wants to do. We want to create right and wrong so we can create, um, you know, formal education and institutions and certifications and you know, people, certain people are, are authorities. They have the answers. Other people don't. And this is who's allowed to, to, um, teach certain things. This is who's not, this is who's allowed to collect insurance. This is who's not all based on what's right and what's wrong. And obviously that's, it's not correct. We have, we are far, far, far from understanding the physical body the way we think, but that's just part of the reason. And now mental is really the, is, is, is usually the next step for people if they're going to go beyond physical because it's kind of the same thing. When we think of mental, we think of the brain. And when we think of the brain, um, we, we love to talk about the brain as like the most comprehensive or most, I guess, advanced part of our body or whatever. Um, but really we love the brain because it's most um, linear. It's most um, binary, right? It's like inputs and outputs. It's like a computer. It's what we, it's what we understand as it's, it's, it's within our comprehension in a lot of cases, um, or at least we think it is. So we can kind of break it down. And again, and, and, and scientists and whatnot think they, we can understand the brain and the nervous system as, as more of a binary input-output um, type of, of relationship. When you go beyond that, when you get into the mental and emotional, right, these are things that are not, you cannot touch. You cannot really understand. These are energies, um, that are beyond our comprehension, that are beyond our, uh, we can't, you know, we, uh, emotions are energy in motion, right? And they're in our body. Um, but they also, uh, that energy flows from, from person to person and we absorb other people's energies and, and things like that. And, um, that's how emotions work. That's how we feel other people's emotions, right? But we can't really, um, quantify it. We can't really become a tangible thing. And because of that, we can't institutionalize it and all these other things. And for that reason, not only is it, instead of the medical staff, I'm kind of, rant, you know, going to go on a little rant here, but instead of them accepting, um, hey, this is beyond our comprehension, we don't understand this, but we should you just acknowledge it to be true and acknowledge that this is how it works. We just pretend it doesn't exist. That if you even mention energies or um, any kind of spiritual connection as part of health or healing, in any formal, you know, uh, medical field, you're going to get laughed at, right? It's just like, you know, it, we really think it's, it's, it's kooky. But it's because we don't understand it and we can't admit it. So anyway, that's a little rant. Didn't mean to go off on it too much. But, but anyway, so we think we, so we think, um, so as coaches now, right, we think to go beyond physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, we think these are things that we don't understand uh, and or that it's, a, it's above our pay grade, Right, as if we, in order to help someone with their mental health, we need to understand, you know, the neurochemistry of the brain to go help someone go live a healthy and happy life. 
that's wrong. That's incorrect. It's not true. Um, you do understand, or you can understand. If you don't right now, it's, you can understand pretty easily, and you can help others do the same, right? So, um, so I'm here to tell you that you know all that isn't true. We're all very capable of helping people in these realms, all within our scope, and actually quite easily, which you'll hear me talk about in a minute. But first, I want you to. I want you to, to do a little exercise. I want you to picture someone in your head, in your mind. If I told you this person is an influential leader in their community across all aspects of health, physically, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. It's someone in the community, in a community that people can turn to. They are a professional that they can come to for help in any or all of these areas. And the person can lead them to actual change to, make, to solve problems in their life. And get them to take action that they wouldn't normally take on their own. That's what a professional does. So what does this person look like to you in your mind? It's probably hard to say, right? Because we actually don't have examples of this in our modern society. Because everybody is, you know, compartmentalized and specialized. So maybe, but I'm curious though, maybe, what did, where did your mind go? Did it, does it look more like a, like a doctor? Like a lab coat type scenario? In, a, in an office with a receptionist and, you know, a sterile environment and, and white gloves? Or does it look more like a, a shaman with like, you know, crystals and instruments and things like that? Right? I don't know. I'm not, ask, I'm not I don't know what, what came up in your mind, but it kind of probably went one way or the other. Right? It kind of swung towards these, these images that we have in our mind of, of, of healers a different d d level of healers. But I'd argue with you that if this level of coach or mentor or, or healer were to actually exist anywhere across the, f the fitness health medicine spectrum, it would look a lot more like you, you, than a doctor or a shaman, like a fitness professional, like someone who is um, physically fit and strong and capable, mentally sharp, Right? can and clear and can communicate emotionally intelligent and aware and understanding of their of their thoughts their feelings their emotions and how it affects themselves and affects others and spiritually connected to themselves to the earth right to their roots and they can lead other people when i picture this person i picture someone you know th to me this person is is you know looks like me and my peers and my team and people that are, you know, started in the fitness world and have gone beyond that, but are still rooted in this world, in this society. They live normal lives. They have normal haircuts. They wear athletic clothes, right? But they're just doing things on a different level. They're playing a bigger game. It's not the special, the specialist, right? We, we, we live in a specialized world. And what I'm just talking about is hard to imagine because we live in a world that is compartmentalized. When we think of mental, emotional, and spiritual going beyond the physical, we think of other like higher class prof professionals who specialize in that and think that they, you know, we, those are the ones to help. Well, if, if I have a client who has some sort of mental uh, issue or disorder, then I'm going to, you know, suggest they go see a therapist or a psychologist or whatever. If they have an emotional disturbance and, you know, same kind of thing or, or whatever. And not that that's wrong, but when we, th we're, we're thinking about that, but really, um, 
it's because we're not seeing the full picture. We're thinking about the people who are like severe, right? Severe cases. So if we're on a one to 10 scale, we're thinking of the people on like zero to three, right? So if someone's mentally like, you know, very depressed and suicidal and all this, yeah, of course, of course we're going to connect them to a specialist, right? And, the, and, uh, and that, that's obviously the right thing to do. The good news is people don't come to the gym when they're suicidal and, and, for, and say, can you help me, right? It's not, that's not how it works. We're actually working with people. We rarely are working with people in that zero to three range, right? We're, what about the fours, though, and the fives, right? What if I told you we could turn the fours to sevens and the sevens to nines, right? That's us. Those are the people in your gym, and those are the levels that they're at. Just because they're not in, that, in the clinical spectrum where they need professional clinical help doesn't mean they're out of 10. I'll tell you that, right? Let's think back to the Becky Burpee example from our, our episode three. For those that didn't hear it, we, we, we talked through a typical, uh, you know, late 20s, early 30s woman. Uh, not typical, but like a, 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 a typical example, right? It was nothing extreme. But as we walked through her day, we identified six or seven or eight at least different health challenges that she was dealing with that were bound to become health problems over time. Couldn't get out of bed, you know, hit the snooze a few times, couldn't start without coffee, work schedule very hectic, no time for herself, um, you know, just kind of carrying a lot of stress and uh, mild stress and anxiety. Um, it would, she would, uh, you know, late night snack, watch, you know, too much TV, get to bed late, do it all over, etc. right? And she was feeling it. She wasn't thriving at all. She was in a four, five, right? So who helps her? This is, what we're, this is what we're talking about. She didn't have one single thing that would qualify her to go see a medical specialist. And even if she did, they, you know, what are they going to do? Give her some, some, some pills, right? There, no one's there to, to help this person. So no, we're not in that, we're not working with the zero three, but we're turning fours to sevens and sevens to nines, right? Now think about this. Think about how easily a fitness coach can turn a four into a seven in the gym, Right? As long as the person is committed, as long as the coach takes the right approach. So if someone's coming in, they're overweight, they're slow, they're scaling back, they're not finishing the workout sometimes, they're nervous before class, and we get them to, to coming in excited. They're ready to actually push themselves in the workout. They're finishing workouts sometimes with, with, with some gas in the tank. They're getting proficient in different skills. They're getting stronger. They're losing weight, right? That's a four to seven type transformation. And how does that person feel? They feel effing amazing. You're changing their life. You're absolutely changing their life, right? Now, the right coach, the key was the right coach with the right approach. And then the right coach with the right approach can do this across all bodies of health, the mental, emotional, and spiritual as well in the same type of way. In fact, it's not much different at all. Think about how you get them from that four to seven in the gym. Simple progress, progressions, right? Fundamental knowledge and understanding. You help them get to know themselves, their strengths, their weaknesses, right? We, we address a simple low-hanging fruit and create a baseline that could be built on forever. We use structure, system, sequence, assessments, progressions, right? And then we have real connection with them and we honestly care. And every single thing I said there is exactly the same way we approach the mental, emotional, and spiritual. Simple progressions, 
fundamental knowledge. They get to know themselves. They get more clarity on their own strengths, their own weaknesses. We attack all the low-hanging fruits. They make major, major progressions very quickly. And then they have this new baseline of what it means like to feel good, really good, and they can build on that baseline forever. We use structure. We use systems. We use sequence. We use assessments, right? Just like in the gym. And then, of course, we really connect with them and we honestly care the same way. And I don't want to make this simplicity as saying that we're downplaying our level of impact or how truly life-changing these things can be, okay? I just want you to see this. And here's something else that's awesome. Think about some of like your favorite clients, like the easy clients that just like just just came in and had success from like day one and just you know loved you, loved you and all that stuff, right? They, they usually have a lot of low-hanging fruit. They're maybe just carrying some extra weight. They haven't been active in a while. They're feeling stuck. They probably maybe used to be somewhat athletic or active or fit and just kind of slowly fell off over time. And then they come in and it's like, boom. Right away, they, they start having fast, steady progress. It feels amazing, right? Because you're not, you're really just helping them uncover something that's already there. Underneath that extra weight and the, the stuck mentality and the slump and whatever, there was already somebody in there who, 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 that wants to come out. And you're just helping uncover it. And that's important to understand because this is the feeling, same feeling working with a fitness client in the 023. You're just helping them uncover a much better version of themselves. You're giving them the code, really, to unlock what they already have. Already have in them. They already know how to do it. Their, their body already knows how to do it, already wants to do it. That's all stuff from previous episodes. You're just helping them unlock. And if you can imagine that client now who, you know, the, what they feel like in these regards with, with just the physical side, just the fitness side. Imagine now if you can turn these fours to sevens and, and beyond, Right? In on the mental side, the emotional side, and the spiritual side. Imagine that. You couldn't ask for a better scenario to guarantee life-changing success. This is the best scenario to guarantee life-changing success. It's why all of our systems are 100% money-back guarantee. It's, and, it, and the key here is that it's, it's exponential. Exponential success and progress, right? So if we think of the four bodies, physical is one of them, right? So we're kind of we're we're working in one quarter. We're we're helping them get to one quarter of their capacity right now, and we can see how great that can even be if, from the from the success of people in our gyms. But it's not just one quarter, right? Because it, it it increases exponentially. So if if we're if they're helping them crush in the physical. And we step to the to the mental, right? We just started getting into some mindset work. We can now we're doubling, doubling their amount of progress and their success in their life. Now go even further into the emotional side, help them get in touch with their emotions and their moods and understand what they mean, um, how to handle them, how to learn from them, and how to grow through them. We're doubling again. So we went from one to two and now two to four, right? And then of course the spiritual side help them truly connect to themselves, help them tune in to their, to their inner voice, their intuition, and let that guide them and have full clarity on who they are, where they're going, and what they want in their life. Now we're going to double that again, right? 
to an eight. And obviously the numbers don't really mean anything, but I'm just showing you. It's not, the physical isn't one quarter of the equation. Or, or, or if we're helping with the physical, we're not at one quarter of their capacity. We're at an eighth, if not more, of their capacity. Right? And we can do all of this without taking away from your physical fitness service. Right? The offers that you already have. We're not taking away at all. In fact, we're only making them better. And they can have all this progress without sacrificing their physical gains. Again, only making them better. Only making them better. It's not worth the sacrifice to any of that side of it. And now, like I said, we do this without leaving the scope of fitness, right? So how? How do we do this without leaving the scope of fitness? This can all be offered in a fitness setting with fitness clients and delivered by fitness professionals. They already know you, they already like you, and they already trust you. They've had success with you. And like I mentioned in previous episodes, you're probably the most influential health figure in their life. The person that they look up to and turn to and have an actual relationship where they can bring real health challenges and expect to get to real solutions. And the reason we can do this within fitness is because this is key. I want to make sure this is very clear. Every single thing, everything we do can be filtered into one of four main lifestyle practices. Okay? There's food, sleep, movement, and mindset. Nutrition, sleep, movement, and mindset. Yes, everything we do can get filtered down into one of those four buckets. Right? The meaning the mental, emotional, and spiritual stuff is all in there somewhere. Because everybody already has those four practices. Every single one. I do, you do, all of your clients do. They every, they, everybody eats, sleeps, moves, and thinks already. What we help them do is build those practices into uh, something that makes them better every single day. That every single day when they go to bed, they're better than they were when they woke up because of the way those practices are designed. We help them make them the main two ingredients are intention and intuition. They become intentional so they know this is the purpose and payoff of everything I'm doing. This is why I do this thing because it makes me better. And then they're intuitive. They're aware. They're aware of the results and they're adapting based on what they're feeling. So they're making changes based on how they feel. Always. And we help them do this. We help them with both the education side and execution side. Help them learn it and help them go succeed. And this is how we tap into the mental, emotional, and spiritual. Through food, sleep, movement, and mindset. We learn how to make these practices. How to, how to connect all of these practices to all four bodies of health. Now, as a coach, a fear that comes up frequently and you may be having is like, well, this is like life coaching. And, you know, life stuff, like people have like problems, like real life problems that uh, I don't know, like that's not really like my, my thing, like. How can I help people with like their marriage or their job or whatever? Like it's, I don't know. And I get that. I do. I want to make sure that that's clear. Um, But I want to also say that that's um, not true. It's not how it works. And really what it comes down to is understanding the difference between helping problems and solving problems. And that might be confusing for a moment because we always talk about solving problems, right? We are problem solvers. We are solution-based um, coaching, right? We offer solutions and systems, not just a service. That's what makes us professionals. That's what makes us stand out as as, um, as leaders, right? 
So we always talk about solving problems, but yes, that we're solving problems when it comes to the food, sleep, movement, and mindset. We help them address the real challenges that all of our clients and all of our society live with today and solve them, get to answers, eliminate the things that are holding them back, okay? And now what about like the bigger problems though? If we're going to get involved in their life, it's not my role to get involved with their, their personal life. Well, yes, uh, that's true to an extent, but we don't actually have to. That's the thing. So first of, first of all, say at any we're helping people eat better, sleep better, move better, and think better. They're automatically going to be more equipped, more balanced, more grounded, um, and more stable mentally and emotionally and all those things to address any problem that they have in their life. So you're helping them with every problem in their life just by helping them with that. There's no problem in the world that wouldn't be better that wouldn't be um, better handled when we're eating, sleeping, moving, and thinking at our best. But again, some things go a little further. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example here. So um, I my studio here is uh, I share a wall with a um, um, a psychotherapist's office. It's it's a great it's an awesome clinic, really great. Um, counselors there and everything like that. I cannot, to be clear, I cannot hear through the wall, but sometimes if the, if it's loud, I can hear like, I can hear that it's loud and I can kind of, you know, mu- hear the muffled, uh, energy. Uh, a few weeks ago I was sitting here and there was a married couple next door and they were really, you know, having some, some, some stuff and they were fighting and crying and it was it was really hard to listen to to be honest. It was a lot of pain, a lot of pain. I could feel it in my own body through the wall. I actually, you know, decided to step out for a moment just to kind of respect their space and stuff like that. And it brought me to a, 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 it was a great example though because it's like that's exactly the example of what we don't get involved with, right? No one's gonna. It's not your job to be what what that counselor was being that day and try to help them resolve whatever it is that was going on there and work through that. Okay, so. A, that's not your job. You would you wouldn't be doing that. And but the good news is, no, they're not going to come to you for that. That a couple like that is not knocking on your gym door, or if they're in your gym or whatever, and saying, "Hey, like, this is what's going on in our marriage. Can you fix it?" Right? That is just not what's going to happen. So we don't really have to worry about being in those situations of that kind of extreme example. Now, coincidentally, um, right around the same time, it was a few days later, I think. Um, speaking with a client about enrolling in the 023 upgrade and she was actually saying um i think that this could be great for my marriage because she was seeing what the upgrade was all about all the things we do and she said you know we've really been just kind of stuck and just kind of flat and you know we're all we're both stuck in our, our ways we're not you know bettering each other we're not challenging each other we're not holding each other accountable we keep trying to do things but we're not really sticking to it you know, the, the the romantic flame is kind of fizzling out and has been for a while and, and all these types of things. And she wasn't, you know, I'm kind of just saying quickly, it, it was meaningful stuff. She wasn't just like saying, oh, yeah, you know, we're a little stuck. She's like, no, it, it's, it's real. It's very real. But at the same time, she was seeing that, you know, having this together, to do together, right? A new challenge, ways to push each other, ways to hold yourself accountable, just eating better, sleeping better, having more energy, feeling more alive, getting back their thirst for life, just, you know, working through some things together, coming out on the other side, reconnecting, right? This is how we help a marriage. And yeah, it's real work. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's, 
it's very much within our scope because we're doing it through these means. We're not sitting there and saying, well, what is, you know, what are the biggest things that you don't like about your husband or you don't like about your wife? You know, that's not what it is, right? But we're bringing them closer and reconnecting them through health and realigning themselves and realigning their, their relationships to, to themselves and each other and, and, and to their nature, right? So that's just an, uh, an example. That was a, a long one, but I wanted to show the difference there because we can absolutely help people with their marriage, but we're not marriage counselors, right? And another example would be like someone with like extreme anorexia who, who can't, you know, maybe, you know, passes out or doesn't have energy or is, or is like actually very ill, right? That is not the person we work with. However, almost every single person in your gym, coaches included, myself included, everybody included, has some varying degree of emotional uh, relation, uh, you know, emotional disorder with their food, with their eating. We eat when they're stressed. We we overeat. We undereat. We binge eat. We you know stress eat. Whatever it may be, every single person in your gym has some. Well, no, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. But the the majority of people in your gym are dealing with this to some degree. Some quite you know, severe, quote unquote, they don't have emotion, uh, eating disorders or emotional disorders, right? But it's not in order, right? It needs help. And it's, it's very much affecting their lives. And you can help. You are the person to help. You're better suited than these other people. Same thing with anxiety. No, we don't deal with people who have crippling anxiety that can't leave the house, right? But in this world we live in, every single one of us is walking around in this low, low grade angst all the time. Right, overwhelmed, anxious, um, overstimulated, and that is exactly what we can help with. We can help them clear their mind, make sense of their emotions, create some mindful practices, know what to do when they're feeling those ways, know how to address it, know how to work through it, know how to come out the other side and not live like that. We can help someone not live like that. That is life changing. And then just like a last example is, you know, Someone who's battling with depression or suicidal thoughts and really like, you know, deep, dark depression. Again, that's not our, our world. And chances are they're not in your gym or coming to your gym looking for you anyway. But what we do help is people who are, are, are stuck or slumping. They can't get to the gym consistently because they're just inconsistent motivation. They just feel, blah. they just say, eh, what's the point, right? They don't have that fire. And we can get them to a place of stable, consistent, predictable energy and predictable mood. So they know I'm going to feel good tomorrow. I feel great today and I'm going to feel great tomorrow and I'm going to be excited to be here and I'm not going to miss the gym anymore. And, you know, I I, I can build a life around this because I know what I'm going to feel like from day to day and it's going to feel good, right? We can get people to that place quite easily and it's, that's life changing and that's what we do. And it's not even that we can't, couldn't help some of those others, but it, we couldn't be certain we couldn't, that we could. We couldn't be certain that they were ready. And, and really, to, most importantly, it could be dangerous for them to not be seeing help from a, from a specialist, right? I just wanted to, to be clear on that. So in conclusion, again, there's not a single area of our life that is not improved when we are eating better, sleeping better, moving better, and thinking better. And we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to take our client and create a life free of problems. We're not saying we're going to solve all of your problems in your life, right? That's silly. They know that. We're, well, we're very clear with that before someone comes involved. But we're helping them be the absolute best version of themselves 
so they can address those problems. They know how to address them. They know how to, how to live healthy, happy, and harmonious even with those problems, right? We all have problems in our life and they're not going away. But we can still live and still be true to ourselves and still be, um, you know, live in these elevated states of emotion, healthy, happy, and fit, even with the problems, right? We're creating the best version of ourselves. So let's break down what we mean a little bit more when we use these terms, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And we're not going to skip physical, right? Think, oh, well, physical, we all, we all have that part down. But I want you to think about what we really do in physical, right? We kind of... We kind of know already. We're again, we're not helping people with like spinal injuries or brain trauma or like or morbidly obese where they need like help moving, right? And we might help some people like afterwards in the spinal injury and stuff, but like if someone has a spinal injury, they don't come to your gym and say, you know, just suffered, I just broke my neck, can you help me? Right? It's just not what we do. And we're really very, very few of us are like helping um, you know, Olympic hopefuls qualify for the Olympics, right? We're not helping that extreme end either or you know, professional uh, minor league baseball players make the pros. You know, it's just for most of us, it's not the case. And same thing, we're we're not doing. You know, we're not really um, helping the zero to threes, right? And we're not really helping nines get to tens. It's just, it's just unlikely. But think about the people in a the gym. They are they're already at some level of baseline physical capacity, right? They got up in the car and drove to the gym and said, hey, I want to sign up, right? That, that's, that's where they're at. So we helped the guy, you know, who couldn't finish a 400-meter run on their first day run his first mile a few months later. Or the girl who did push-ups on her knees for the first year in your gym can now do a set of five straight, right? We helped the former athletes get their, their gusto back and feel young again. And we helped people who have never stepped in a gym feel physically confident and capable for the first time ever, right? This is what we do. And at the very least, we create a trusted relationship and environment for personal growth. We give them a trusted environment and a rela- and, uh, trusted relationships and an environment for personal growth and success. At the very least. This is who we help. This is what it looks like to change someone's life in the fitness industry, Right? Now, what do we mean by mental? Again, not crippling depression, suicidal, and can't leave the house, right? But we can help someone who feels cloudy and groggy in the morning feel sharp and clear and energized. We can help someone who can't stay focused or can't put their phone down or can't seem to build any structure in their routines. We can help them do those things. Maybe they don't communicate clearly or feel like they can't really hear themselves think because of all the the chaos around us. We can help them with that. Someone who has never gotten the hang of meditation or even tried. Someone who doesn't really know what to do when they feel overwhelmed. Other than maybe numb numb it with wine or, or online shopping or Netflix. Right? This is who we help. This is what it looks like to change someone's life in the fitness industry. And again, on the emotional side, not all the extreme cases we mentioned. Right? We help the person who overeats when they're stressed. We help them understand why they are stressed and why they might respond that way. We help the person who has inconsistent moods throughout the day and from day to day, disabling them from staying consistent and happy with themselves. We help them with that. Or the person who cannot wind down at night or can't pull themselves out of bed in the morning. Or the person who feels mild anxiety all the time because they can't 
They can never find the, the, the stillness long enough to make sense of any of their thoughts or feelings. This is who we help. This is what it looks like to change someone's life in the fitness industry. Now, what about spiritual? <laughs> the big one, spiritual. I'm going to take a little extra time on this one because I know it's, it's a scary one. But before I do, I just want to review that one thing that I mentioned in the beginning from the physical. We talked about at the very least, we create a trusted relationship and environment for personal growth. Before I go, you know, regardless of any of the specifics of the mental, emotional, or spiritual, I want to, to, to touch on that again. Because what we do as O2-3 professionals is we create a trusted space and environment for personal growth and success in the realms of mental, emotional, and spiritual just by having someone that they know that they can turn to two times a week and have um, a, a safe container to share open and honest and vulnerable about their life, about the day-to-day life. And it doesn't mean it's going to be these, you know, gushing, crying, you know, hugging kind of stuff. It's just someone to listen about their daily struggles, where they're succeeding, where they're still having trouble, where they feel stuck, where they feel frustrated, and hear them and listen and guide. And that, even if we didn't have world-class transformation systems, even if we didn't know how to deliver a life-changing experience through those systems, even if we didn't do any of this other stuff that we do, that alone is invaluable to people in today's world because most of us do not have an option for that at other places. We don't have a person that we can trust in that way, a trusted professional to sit with and that will hold that space for us where we can be open, honest, authentic, and vulnerable. And that alone is so, so, so valuable. Now, throw in the the uh, you know life-changing systems on top of it, then you know this is obviously why we're the leaders in the industry, right? But don't downplay what it what it means to have that relationship. So, anyway, on to spirituality. If the term spirituality makes you like squirm, you you unfortunately don't really understand what it means, <laughs> and that's okay. Uh, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help. Okay, so um, we you know we're going to talk about stepping up to spirit, and it's it is stepping up. It's we're we're stepping up in our world of what we can help people with by going to the spiritual level. But why are we so scared? Why are we scared of this world? Well, one, when we hear spirituality, we think religion, right? And we've been told and taught that we don't talk about religion because someone might disagree with you and it might be weird, it might be awkward to have two different opinions about religion, so nobody's allowed to talk about it. Um, so this, you know, one of the ways it started is in, so first of all, I'll say that when we talk about spirituality here, we are not ever talking about a specific religion. It is not about religion at all. Um, some people connect spirituality and religion um, very closely. Um, some don't at all. You can have spirit. You can be very spiritually sound and have strong spiritual practices without being um, tied to any specific religion. Or you can either way. But we don't do that. It's not how we uh, operate here. Um, but one of the other reasons we're so scared of that and we're told never to talk about it is because of um, the separation of church and state, which is something that um, you know has been uh, started many many years ago, multiple generations ago. 
And we are now on the downstream effects of that. And now I, I do agree that in public schools with multiple different types of religions that there shouldn't be a specific religion taught in schools. However, what we didn't realize was that when we threw away um, church in, in school or, or the concept of God became forbidden in school, um, we also threw away, um, we, we were also not allowed to talk about values or beliefs or morals or things like compassion and empathy and forgiveness, right? This is, these are terms that all get lumped into the category of religion and are absolutely not acceptable to be taught in schools. And what we're experiencing right now is in our world is now two, three, four generations of um, families and, and, and all types of, you know, in a world, really, a society, which nobody talks about values, beliefs, morals, ethics, um, compassion, empathy, forgiveness, there's things that just aren't, nobody knows what they, like, nobody really knows them. They're, we're disconnected from those things, right? So um, we don't have anything to stand for. We don't have anything that we to care about. We don't care. We generally in this society just don't care enough about ourselves, which is why um, it, we see so much disease. You'll hear me see many times in the academy, not caring is the first step in any disease. Every single disease that's ever been, every single uh, lifestyle disease specifically that has ever, someone has ever gotten started by not caring, by not listening, you know, treating their body right and not listening to their body's calls, cries for help because they didn't care. So the second part of that is not caring is the first step in any disease and not caring is a spiritual disease. For a, uh, a living being to not care about their own health, their own environment, is a dysfunction, is dysfunctional. Every other animal, it's all that any other animal cares about, is surviving and, and, and reaching peak genetic potential and thriving in harmony with nature. And when we don't care about those things, it's because we've, we've, are, we've been corrupted. Right, so what we are experiencing now in our society is the result of a hundred-year process of disconnection. We've become disconnected, and that's really what spirituality is. It's connection. It's connection to ourself. It's connection to our nature. And it's connection to each other. So when we talk about the spiritual body, we are referring to our deepest sense of self and our relationship to ourself, our relationship to our nature and the world around us, our connection, intuition our inner wisdom, our deepest voice, right? Again, it's not necessarily about a specific religion or depiction of God, although that can obviously be part of it. Most of us subscribe to some version of, of, of a religion, but it's not required to do deep spiritual work, and it won't be part of the discussion here, right? Here it's just about connection, and if we don't care, it's about ourself, our nature, and the people around us. And if we don't care about those things, this is a dysfunction. Same way if we can't, you know, b bend over and touch our toes, we have a dysfunction in, in our body, physical body, right? If we have dysfunctions here, our mind, our body, our soul are not working as designed. To love ourselves, our nature, and each other is deeply embedded into our design on every level. And to not display these behaviors is a clear sign of dysfunction. That's, that was a little excerpt taken from uh, part of the O23 upgrade. 
So self, ourself, each other, and our nature, our nature and each other. Let's break those down real quick. I can go on for much longer, but I'm going to make it short. Self means, you know, we're truly connecting to ourself. What do I, this is the big one. What do I really want? What makes me happy? What drives me? Why do I want to reach these certain goals? What does my 100% look like and feel like? And who is affected by it? Who's affected negatively when I'm not at 100%? And why is it important for me to make sure that that doesn't happen? And one of, you know, one of the most common phrases by fitness clients, either when they're beginning their fitness journey or now moving from their fitness journey to the, to the mental, emotional, spiritual, is the number one answer to pretty much all questions is, is I don't know. All right, well, so why did you come to, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, what's going on? How are you feeling? Like, uh, you know, what's good? What's not? Uh, I don't know. Just like, I just feel a little little off. Like, I don't know. Just kind of something, I don't know. Something that doesn't really feel like, feel right. All right, well, tell me a little bit about like where you want to go. What, what What's the six months look like from now and, and all that. Uh, I don't know. Just like, I just want to like feel a little better, I guess. I don't know. Just definitely like not this. All right, well. What's the, what are the biggest things uh, standing in your way? Like what, what what are some of the biggest obstacles that we can help with? Uh, I don't know. I just I don't know. I guess I just don't really like have the time, or I don't I don't really know what to do. Right? This is a, a, a this is a spiritual problem. They don't have clarity on what's going on in their life. What feels good? What doesn't? They don't have clarity on where they would want to be instead. What it would look like? What it would feel like? And they don't know what are the biggest things holding them back. There's no awareness. Right? So this is a spiritual problem, okay? And then intuition is, is where we want to reconnect them to. We want them to re- learn, come back to relying on their intuition. That yes, I do know what I need. I do know where I'm going. I do know why I want these things. And I do know what you know, my body is telling me, the signals and the whispers from my body, what they mean and how to respond to them so I can live in health and happiness and harmony just by listening to my own body, right? We tell our clients all the time to listen to their bodies. But we have to teach them how to hear it. Listening to our bodies doesn't just mean sore muscles. It doesn't mean taking a day off because my, my legs are sore. Okay, listening to our bodies is a continuous conversation and it should feel easy. It should be constant back and forth between us and our body. And it should feel easy. It should feel like flow. That's what flow feels like. This is how we really access flow state. Now, nature, right? Reconnect to our nature. We are all rooted to the same earth. We are all wired to the same sky. We all breathe the same air. At the deepest level, we are all the same, and we are all part of nature. That means the most important processes, physical, mental, emotional, uh, excuse me, um, food, sleep, movement, and mindset are designed to be done in alignment with nature. They are a part of nature. So, when people learn to hear what their body wants and to provide it with food from the earth and sync our sleep with their circadian rhythms and learn how to be still and breathe, okay, these automatically become spiritual processes and part of our spiritual practice. We don't have to tell them to, to make it spiritual. They feel it. They learn to honor the processes of eating, sleeping, moving, and thinking as sacred because they, they, they see that these processes dictate how their life unfolds. They create their reality through these processes. 
And when someone sees that and fully feels that and understands that, you don't need to tell them, hey, go do your spiritual work. That It all becomes their spiritual work. All of these processes. And then obviously each other. Connect to yourselves, our nature, and each other. It goes without saying that we are in need of true human connection now more than ever, right? I won't go into this one too much right now, but we talked about the value you bring them by truly connecting and being a trusted partner on their journey, right? Your connection, their connection to you could be life-changing alone. But then when people are eating from the earth and getting outside and sleeping in rhythm and all these things we mentioned, they will automatically begin reconnecting to other people around them that are doing the same thing, right? This is part of our nature, is to want to connect to each other, to have meaningful relationships. Healing is communal, right? It just feels natural, right? It's natural. So in conclusion today, I'm going to wrap up here because I could go on with this for a lot longer, but yes, spirit is the big one. And we aren't holding, uh, we aren't hiding that it's a, a, a crucial piece in changing someone's life, okay? I'll admit in the last few years, it's, it's, it's been hard for me to say this because I, I get, I know how people respond when I say we're going to, you know, be doing mental, emotional, and spiritual work in the fitness industry, right? The, 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 the triggers that come up. So I haven't been as forward about it and I haven't been as, 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 as clear about it, but we're not hiding that anymore. And I'm telling you that there's no one better suited to cover all of these bases as well as, 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 well as a, a well-rounded and compassionate fitness professional. The best. Because we already have the people who are coming to us who want this, who care. We already have the relationships. They've already had success. And we have so much low-hanging fruit to address in their lives to get them from the fours to sevens and sevens to nines so easy. This is a chance for all the fitness professionals who got into this to help people, to truly help people. The ones who got in and said, I just want to help you. I like this. I've dedicated my life to this because I want to help people. This is a chance for them to actually, truly, truly help them on a level that feels completely fulfilling. Not that we don't get a lot of it from the fitness, but to truly be like, yes, I can look myself in the mirror and say, I am playing a, a role in people's lives that is so profound and so meaningful that I have my truest, deepest meaning and, feel, uh, and calling. I'm answering my truest calling. Because we know we are helping people in a way that no one else in the entire fitness, health, medicine, medicine spectrum is capable of. We are the health leaders of the fitness industry. Welcome to the era of the 023. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. Okay, folks. I purposely didn't say much in the intro about that show. I wanted you to just dive right in. And um, as you can see, this is a very important part of our message here. If the type of things that I was talking about in this episode really hit the right notes for you and really made you feel inspired to be a part of this or to learn more then listen to it again just listen to it again and I'd love to hear your thoughts comments directly please if you're listening to these episodes and they are resonating with you they are not resonating with you you agree with the movement you disagree you're misunderstood 
anything like that, please reach out to me on Instagram. Costello underscore 023 or obviously on our page 023 underscore pro. Tell me what you're thinking. I want to hear it. I want to talk. All right, like I said earlier, stay tuned these next few weeks for some, some big, big stuff coming your way. It's going to be one hell of a year. Signing off. Peace.